1: Show Pacho with Stephen Colbert.
2: There is, there is an absolutely electric feeling in this building tonight. It is so incredible to see my old friends from The Daily Show here. Uh, John Stewart, uh, John Oliver, <laughs> Sam B., Ed Helms, Rob Corddry. We were all just talking backstage. None of us have aged a day. <laughs> Uh, and just seeing those guys, just, it, uh, it just really takes me back. I mean, I can still remember my last day at The Daily Show like it was yesterday. I, I can't put it into words, but I can put it into flashback. Is this, is this working? Can we do the effect, please, Jim? Is that the, that's the... Oh, my final day. So many memories, but there comes a time when a man has to do something completely different. The same character half an hour later, half a block away. <laughs> Courage. Okay, just got to pack up my lucky mug. Got to pack up my... my lucky box of free printer cartridges and my lucky tangerine iBook, the sleekest, most stylish product <laughs> Apple will ever make. There we go.
1: Mm. Hey, Steven. Oh!
2: Yes, Samantha B, I I am. Yeah,
1: I can't believe you're leaving right in the middle of the George W. Bush administration. <laughs> there's never going to be another president this good for comedy. I mean, <laughs> this guy does something ridiculous, like, at least once a month. <laughs> you know, I know there's one thing for sure. There is no scenario in which I will ever say, God, I wish George W. Bush was president. <laughs>
2: fantastic, by the way. my yogurt? I have not seen your yogurt. No, oh, I have not seen okay. it. Okay. Mm. <sighs> hey, Steven. Hey, Rob Corddry. Hey, Adam. Hey. Hey, hey.
1: What's up, you guys? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, can't believe you're leaving us, Steven. I mean, it's crazy. It's like Beyonce leaving Destiny's Child. Like, we're never going to hear from her again. No. Well, thank, thanks for stopping by to say goodbye, you guys. No, actually, we came because we're fighting over which one of us gets your office. I just don't know how to choose. Oh, come on, man. I'm already ready to hang up my poster of my two favorite comedians, <laughs> Bill Cosby and Subway spokesman Jared Fogle. I know one thing, Rob. They will never let you down. <laughs> hey, has anyone seen my yogurt? Nope, yeah. nope, haven't seen it.
3: Hello there, chums. (laughs) Oh, hey. 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 How about that? My buddies? Oh, hey. Look, it's... That's right, it's me, Steve Carell. Beloved correspondent from The Daily Show in 2005. Why are you talking in that
1: horrible British accent? That's
3: a good question, because unlike you feeble-minded chuckle monkeys, I'm off to Hollywood to become a serious actor. But it is me, Steve Carell. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I can prove that by saying something that only Steve Carell can say. I have so much body hair that there is an unbroken line of fur between my eyebrows and my ankles. Yeah, Classic Steve. That's Steve, Steve, that that's Steve yeah, yeah? That Has anyone seen my yoghurt?
2: Uh no no
3: oh there we are. <laughs> Don't
4: look at me! Don't look at me! Don't look, at me. Don't look at me! Don't look at me! I'm not! Don't look
2: at me! Don't look at me! I'm hideous! But John, John, what, wh- what are you doing in there? The show's about to start.
4: We're doing another show today. Yes, John, it's a daily show You have to do it every day Why every day? You could cover everything you need to say about politics In half an hour on a Sunday night
0: Wait,
3: people would watch that on a Sunday? I doubt it <laughs> <laughs>
1: seem. a Wednesday at 10.30 9.30 central Everybody oh. shut up Shut the
2: f*** up wow. <laughs> Shut your mouths Shut up oh. Got it?
4: Right. John! Yes! Why are you eating our yogurts? Because right now we're a family. And if someone's in need, we're always there for each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially you, Steve Carell. Mm,
3: that's Thanks.
4: <laughs> Jolly good. <laughs> but I guess I'm realizing that families grow up. Kids go off to college or star in a billion-dollar film franchise about a hangover. Mm-hmm. Well, 1.42 billion, <laughs> or,
2: or an Academy Award-winning franchise about a hot tub time machine.
1: That won an Academy Award.
2: Well, it's still 2005, so you can't prove that it has not.
4: I guess I'm realizing one day you'll all spread your wings and, and leave me, and all I'll have left is your, yogurts.
3: Five minutes to showtime, people. Oh, oh my God. All right, quick.
4: Right. Oh, you. What? Uh, get me some footage of an old lady slipping on ice. Okay, one frozen Granny Fanny coming up, as Steve Carell always says. He always says that. All right. Uh, you guys, give me three puns about Donald Rumsfeld's penis. Okay. Uh, Shalonald Nutsfeld. Uh, that
1: uh, wrinkled Shaftsfeld. Prick of Prick fans, Ding Dong Rumsballs. Wow.
4: Brilliant. No wonder we win Emmys. All right what about me, John? What do I do? Steven, I guess just arch your eyebrow or something makes people think you're smart.
2: <laughs> Got it.
4: But first, before we do anything, our traditional pre-show prayer. Hands in, everybody. Okay. Go, Go- Liberation!
2: Stick around, everybody. All these people are on the
5: show tonight.
2: guest tonight is a gentleman farmer but you know him from his roles in The Faculty, Half Baked and Death to Smoochie. Please welcome John Stewart. <laughs>
4: I'M NOT, I'M NOT, I'M NOT, I'M NOT COMFORTABLE HERE. I DON'T FEEL, I DON'T FEEL COMFORTABLE. I AM PERFECTLY COMFORTABLE. I KNOW YOU'RE COMFORTABLE, I DON'T FEEL COMFORTABLE. I'LL TELL YOU WHY I DON'T FEEL COMFORTABLE. WHY? I'VE BEEN READING ABOUT YOU. I'VE BEEN SEEING ABOUT YOU IN THE NEWS. YOU HAVE A POTTY MOUTH.
2: THAT I DO. THEN MIGHT I SAY, I LEARNED IT FROM YOU, DAD. Do you, you know that James Comey was fired by Trump, right? What? <laughs> did you? I got a question for the audience. When I said that Comey had been fired by Trump, y'all cheered. Why?
5: That Is it because so. what he
2: did to Hillary? No. But you know he's investigating Trump's campaign's ties to Russia, yeah, which that... will now will evaporate like cotton candy in the ocean.
4: No, you know what you got? You got... They were riding a wave. It, that was like a beginner surfers class where they were like, I'm standing up. Oh no, wait. <laughs> oh no, now I'm on my knees. Hold on. Because okay. it was. It All was right, that. So I hate that guy. I love that guy. But Trump did it, but and they didn't know how to feel, and it was interesting to watch.
3: Well,
2: what, well listen, you live on a farm now, okay? I don't, but you live on a farm. I live in New Jersey. <laughs> I there mean, are I, farms in New Jersey. No, You but have I a farm. You have a farm. Yeah, but I don't do live Do you in... miss, like, on a night like this when James Comey has just been fired, do you miss, you know, doing a show like this? Because you used to, you know, talk about bull. Now you literally shovel it. <laughs>
4: do you miss the, uh, this?
2: Do you miss, like, is tonight a night where are like, ah, I want to get in there?
4: There are nights where I find myself sort of impotently shouting into the abyss... Which, if you think about it, wasn't that different from what I did on a nightly basis.
2: No, no. Ultimately, these shows are shouting into an Altoid tin and throwing it off an overpass.
4: Um, I, I miss the process. The process of making the show somehow became entwined with my process of uh, making sense of things that I, that I didn't understand and, and the two sort of merged at some level. So I miss that mm-hmm. and I miss the people like you and, and, you know, all the great people that were around it. And it is nice, certainly, you know, when you come out, in, in life, very few people uh, applaud you. Uh, like, like, if I go to the store to get something, it's not like, oh, my God, bread. Like, it's not... Like, here, you come out, and there's, there's a response and, uh, uh, and, and affirmation that you don't necessarily get amongst sh- sheep and goats. But... <laughs> I don't. The things that I've gained in terms of time spent with family and things like that, I, I wouldn't give up. So. You're going to make me cry, John. So stop it. We—I
2: haven't seen you. We haven't been together to talk since uh, Bill O'Reilly. Uh, when what happened? He went to a farm upstate. <laughs> um, is it your farm, by any chance? I invited him to come live I'll with us you, on I, the
4: farm. I'll tell you. I know it's, it's not. All right, we only have uh, geldings and. Uh, we have no bulls, only steers. Everybody, everybody pays a price for freedom on our farm.
2: Are you all? Are you surprised that it actually happened for him after so many years of it not happening? That's what surprised me, was not that it happened, but like after so many years of people kind of knowing the behavior he was accused of and the cash payoffs and stuff like that, or but settlements. the place was run
4: by a guy who was doing the same thing. Roger Ailes was involved in a similar uh, thing. So how could he fire... How could you call in, in somebody who works for you and say... This sexual harassment stuff and the money we're paying out, it's, it's got to stop when you're paying out money for sexual harassment. It's, there was no accountability throughout the entire building. It was, I tell you, you've been over there. It's, you felt like, I remember I would go and I would tape Bill O'Reilly's show, and as you would leave, you would see little heads like pop out of doors in the hallways, almost like that scene in uh, 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 Raiders of the Lost Ark when he's in the mine and all the little kids like look out. Like, it was that feeling of like, Take us with you. Like, it was that kind of... It's know. Temple
2: of Doom, John. That's... What was it, Temple of Doom? It's Temple of Doom, John. You've really lost a step.
4: You have, you have no idea. I honestly... It is, like... And I, when you grow the beard, I now, like... Uh, my children tell me uh, my kisses feel like punishment. Like, that's not... That's what my life is right now. What do you think? Smooth? Smooth, right? Soft as an yeah. angel's... Are you... Do you feel
2: like are you surprised? He's mad. Angel's He's don't get mad. Him. I said angel. And now you're going to have to bleep that. Is that true? I said soft as an angel. I'm insulted that that'll be bleeped because that's like saying you wouldn't kiss an angel. Who?
4: Shame on you. Shame on you. The things that you say, e- even if they're crass or even if they in some ways uh, are not respectful enough to the office of the presidency, we can insult he can injure. Like, it's the difference between insult and injury. And I, for the life of me, I do not understand why in this country we try and hold comedians to a standard we do not hold leaders to. It's bizarre.
3: <laughs> All right, well, uh,
2: we'll be right back with more John Stewart and some other people...
3: about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Best guests are comedians, movie stars, and late-night hosts. Please welcome the host of Full Frontal, Samantha Bee! <laughs> the host of Last Week Tonight, John
3: Oliver! The star of the Hangover <laughs> movies and The Office, at Helms, and the star of Hot <laughs> Top <Tough laughs> Time Machine, and Ballers, Rob Portrait! <laughs> hey! hey!
2: Are you to say Please night. have a seat. Yeah. <laughs> Please. And we sit.
3: And we sit.
2: Now, a- I'd like to start off by saying.
3: Steven? Yes. Uh, I'm so Am I doing this Steven? wrong?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just don't make eye contact. Okay. Don't give him food or he won't go is really away. It's really hot. <laughs> it's for warmth. I want to start off by saying that this arrangement we have right now is exactly something we would have made fun of on The Daily Show. <laughs> yep. Because it looks yes. like it looks like a morning show right now. It
4: does. Empty, <laughs> I empty think the coffee thing months. I'm proudest of from the Daily Show was diversity. I think that's the thing that
5: <laughs> That's what this proves. Yes. Yeah, there's a bald guy. That's what it proves. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> I'm not wearing a jacket.
2: So okay, so uh, John, you start the Daily Show. Let's just go down memory lane. You start the Daily Show in nineteen ninety nine. I
4: started in it in nineteen ninety nine. It started in ninety-six. There is no proof that The Daily Show existed before you got there.
2: (laughs) Because I've looked at the (laughs) Comedy Central website, and I think they burned all the tapes. (laughs) I started, I was there before, John, not to to throw weight around. I was at The Daily Show before you were. Yes. I started uh, 20 years ago in 1997. I met you at the the press
4: conference where I got to be introduced as the host. Stephen uh, showed up and asked me a question as a member of the press.
2: Right, because when it was announced, you were going to be the person, which they didn't tell anyone on the staff that right. John was going to be the new host. Uh-huh. They just announced a press conference, and I said, well, I'm the, on The Daily Show. I think we would cover this press conference. <laughs> sure. So I just showed up unannounced, and I said, no, uh, Mr. Stewart, i question. The fact that you've been announced as the host of The Daily Show, how does that impact my chances of becoming the host of The Daily <laughs> Show?
4: I remember, I remember and I, I turned to the president of Comedy Central at that time, and I said, uh, I thought you told me he wasn't funny. <laughs>
2: And thereby, a great friendship was born. So who started Who started next after me? When did you start? Uh, we both started the exact same time. Right. same day. Yeah. 2002.
4: We auditioned you two on the same, I think it was on the same yeah. day. Yep. There were auditions? Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: We had auditions. Yeah. We had a whole
2: process. Oh, we yeah. through the gauntlet. And you find out later that those uh, auditions are televised throughout the entire building. Yes. that is true. yes so you're
4: sitting there and everybody's watching it by the way it's on on all the monitors in the entire building
2: yeah if you guys don't remember your early field pieces we have a clip together here (laughs) Uh, it's just a little snippet it's a it's a a little snippet here it starts off with ed it's it's you getting a mole removed from your nose was your first piece Mm -hmm. i think you're covering gay penguins
1: yeah that was one. that was not her first it wasn't my first it was early these are early ones
2: uh, Rob, I think that you're you're talking about uh, how Spider-Man <laughs> craze. I don't remember. And Oliver, uh, yours is about war reenactors. Correct. All right, uh, Jim?
5: Thing. It's a mole, a harmless mole. If I were to get this removed, um, is the tube in my rectum, is that a very uncomfortable part? In your rectum? Is that...
4: In rectum.
2: If you were to believe the producers of Spider Man, a leotard is a sexy outfit that attracts the ladies. But after an exhaustive investigation, I learned that that's simply not the case. Really funny, thank you. Thanks, nice. Yeah, yeah, thanks.
1: How many gay penguins do you actually have?
5: Three pairs that are same sex,
2: one female female pair among the Gentoo penguins and two male-male pairs among the chin straps.
1: So two of your gentoo penguins and four of your (laughs) penguins are gay.
3: Chin strap penguins.
1: That's what I said. Mark!
3: John Oliver had come face to face with the true face of war. I think I've broken my nose. I was gravely injured. It replayed in my mind, in black and white, in slow motion, with cartoon sound effect. <laughs>
2: Did you ever Did you ever
4: feel bad about what you were sending us out to do? No. <laughs> That's fair. No, I, I enjoyed it and would try and, and, and heighten it. No. I, John's lucky that we didn't do that bit on pavement. We were going to do that whole...
2: <laughs> did you ever, uh, Sam, do you ever remember like, going out and like, being afraid? Like, this person might throw a punch at me or something like
1: that? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I would spend days with... With the worst homophobes and sometimes just the worst people you could possibly imagine, and you have to get them to engage in this big sketch that you've done, and you've taken three airplanes to get there, and right. you need them to give you some content, so you have to be really nice to them all day. And the big home- homophobes
4: were never around good travel hubs. They not- <laughs> true, that was always yeah. the worst so part about the big homophobes. Is, yeah. Always the big homophobes. Always had to take a little puddle plane and yeah, then like the another plane. little <laughs> thing. <that, Yeah. laughs> I had to flee the Klan one
2: night.
1: Oh, you, yeah. I had to I, flee the Klan. Yeah. It was my
2: second field piece. That's
1: right. Wow. Yeah.
2: Right. I made the mistake of, of we were doing comedy central uh, station IDs at the time on our shoots, and uh, we went out to a cross burning in the countryside. <laughs> And as you do, it was a summer kicker. Like, let's find out where the Klan was
4: formed. So we went to Pulaski, Tennessee. Don't make this story sound like Steel Magnolias. So we went out. So
2: we got invited out. They don't know who I was. And we go out to this cross burning in the countryside. And and, and I go, oh, this would be a perfect summer kicker. And like a little thing. So there's a cross burning behind me. And I said, I'm Stephen Colbert. And this is Comedy Central. And I looked around. And then there are guys, big guys in hoods, saying to me, comedy what? what is this now where are y'all from and i said and i said oh my my producer right here will talk to you <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: the and as cold. you know yeah. all yeah. the producers so this is stephen Colbert. all the producers are short jews so <laughs> basically he's sending a small mouse into a lion's den
2: well this is actually uh, and, a, and a woman as well she came over at the moment and and she goes what is the problem he goes what's well, this comedy thing you making fun of the clan and she goes look guys the president of the clan's over there across the field he knows all about what we're doing go talk to him And they said we're going to and they all walk off across the field and she goes haul ass and we ran as fast as we could that's awesome uh we gotta take a break we'll be right back with more samby ed helms rob Cordy, john oliver and john stewart stick around
5: Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hey, everybody. We're back with Sam B., Ed Helms, Rob Corgi, John Oliver,
1: and Jon Stewart. Do you remember the guy who was homo he lived in Florida and he was yes. he didn't he was like I don't hate gay people. They just make me nauseous. Yes because all of the lesbians are coming to Florida and yes. converting the straight white women to lesbianism and it's making me physically nauseous. Yes. <laughs> wasn't he running for something? He was though? also running for office. That's and what it was. I think he's I That think was he's, his platform. He's probably doing great now. But I caught him. <laughs> planning a threesome with me and the producer that I went down with after He had what do you mean he figured was out, planning he it. He was planning with his friend that they were go oh, sorry, not a threesome, a foursome. With him and his friend, they were going to separate us and 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 take us to their Whoa. yeah, they but like consensually, they just assumed that we oh, were in a love much, with them. Oh, That's him. a like much nicer story now. Like
2: it was yeah. <laughs> thank you. No, no, no. Yeah, thank they you. Is they
1: beautiful.
4: What's that the we <it's>, I feel terribly like this is just because, like, that this is actually not your show, it's Dr. Phil's show. And he's gonna be over there and he's just gonna talk about how I allowed all of you to be put (laughs) in these situations. Did you have a way that
2: you could make yourself go talk to people? Because you'd be in there like you had a point of view always. The point of the the field piece was you had a point of view, like a real reporter, I suppose, you know? The
3: beauty is I'm dead inside. So, that is so helpful. So, yeah. Not we, having a soul. We spotted
4: that during his audition. That's yeah. the thing. So, mm-hmm.
3: I, I'm British. I'm so far removed from anything you would recognize as human emotions. I was really perfectly cut for mm-hmm. this job because you'd see people distressed and you'd think, so I got... So lucky. It's the, it's, like it makes life so
2: much easier. I know, easier. I know. Let's remind people what John was like when we met him. Oh, this, is, this is John Stewart and his enormous suits oh, back yeah. in the day. Oh, they oh, actually oh. made you wear Craig Kilborn suits when you Can first I say came so? on the show.
4: <laughs> That guy is is so immensely... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I do think there is something in this, though, that that I would like to discuss very briefly, and that is, why has age ravaged me? (laughs) You were the ones out in the field. I'm in a studio surrounded by craft services, and yet, in a Benjamin Button scenario, (laughs) I, I am at the beginning of the movie... And, and, and you all seem fine. And this is... I, I find this very peculiar. And, and is it because you are still in, in show business that you are being preserved and that when you leave show business, like, like a desiccant just goes up your... <laughs> and, and dries you yeah. out from the inside? When and you just, leave the amniotic sac, that's what happens. You, you look like a, a garden of earthly pleasures, and I am a, I am a small handful of potpourri that... <laughs> Has, has dried, and I'm not suggesting that I'm not still aromatic to some extent.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah.
4: But clearly... Yeah, that's fair. This is a, I mean, this really does look like a group of students coming back to see Mr. Holland. At, <laughs> at the end, it, it's the end, and I've, I've done it all. I've gone for six years, and, and you're gonna be like, do you remember that time? You played the theme from Rocky for us, and I'm just gonna be like, I don't
2: remember I <laughs> can't remember
4: anything. It's really shocking and quite upsetting. You look younger. He's so beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, beautiful. So beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. Thank beautiful, you. Man. You glow. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I sleep in formaldehyde. Yeah. Which is... We live in LA, so there's a whole thing that goes on there, right? Are we talking? Uh, yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that what you're talking about? Nothing. Nothing fun? keeps you younger. I just want to tell you, I, I want to. I, I just want to indulge myself. before we go, uh, I want to thank all of you guys for being here. It, uh, this was what it was like to hang out backstage. Right, this was like what it was like to hang out backstage for years at The Daily Show. Well, the couches was,
4: were different. They were a, a little different. not but this nice. The, not this were, nice. Were, not not this were, nice. Were, it very not nice. nice. It was, no it was the greatest experience. was kind of a smaller greatest yeah.
2: experience. And I, myself, I wouldn't have this gig or any gig if it hadn't been for this man and the show that he. Go out on John uh, interviewing me and Al Sharpton, and and the favorite thing I ever did with this man on that show. Thank you all. We'll be right back.
4: I know that you lost the mayoralty and now you're running for president. Seems backwards, but but what what are your thoughts on that?
2: (laughs) Um, I'm gonna win. (laughs) It's that. I'm I'm rested. I'm ready. I'm thin. I, I, I've got street cred now since I've been in the old Grey Bar Hotel, <laughs> which is what the kids are calling it these days. That's it.
1: This has been The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Pod Show, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Late Show
5: on YouTube. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Late Show Pod Show listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show shirts, mugs,
0: accessories, and more with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com.